Welcome to the Daily Business Hustle podcast. My name is Alexander Vitkin. I'm the creator and founder of the Daily Business Hustle. On this podcast, I share with you my top unbiased business advice, sales advice, and I talk to the world's top experts in their fields related to business. Hey, it's Alex, and I'm here with Jason Weisenthal. And Jason, he runs a seven-figure business. He's been running it already for seven years. And in fact, he's been in business for over a decade, in uh, including his other businesses. And he sells decals. His business is called Wall Monkeys. And most of his sales are done 100% online. So uh, I thought I'd bring him on today to do a quick uh, interview because he's a uh, a wise, successful business owner, and uh, I'm sure he can uh, teach us some lessons that we can all learn from. So welcome uh, to this YouTube channel, Jason. Thanks for having me, Alexander. Awesome. So I, I guess I kind of have an idea of what people want to ask you, so I'll do my best to ask the right questions. So you're, I mean, obviously you're the CEO, you're the founder of your company, and it's the second company you're running now. Um, so what, what does your they look like in the business? Like what are your routines and rituals inside the business as the owner, as the founder, as the CEO? Inside the business, um, you know, it, it depends on the day. Mondays are, are the busiest days in the office. So I tend to try to get into the office uh, sometime around nine or 10, but um, I'm an early riser. Um, I'm usually most productive. You know, I wake up around five o'clock in the morning and from about 6 a.m., you know, after I've had my coffee and woken up a little bit um, from 6 to about 10 a.m. every day is when I try and get my my most important work done without distractions, uh, no email, phones off, mm. headphones on, listening to some kind of binaural beats or some kind of music to to get me in the zone. Um, so that, that would be you know the most important part of my day from say 6 to 10. I usually work from home and my office is only about five minutes from from my house. So I'll, I'll go into the office and when I'm in the office, I'm there for my employees. Um, I'm spending time with them. I'm, I'm, I'm answering questions. I'm solving problems. I'm seeing what I hear. You know, you always hear something in customer service, something in packing, checking quality of the images. Um, I, I very rarely sit in my office and try and get, get my work done. If I'm, if I'm there, I want to be engaging with, uh, with my employees. Mm-hmm. And, um, so yeah, most, most days I would say, um, you know, work from home for a few hours and then go to the office and spend spend a few hours uh, with my employees trying to make sure the day goes as smooth as possible and see where I can make things more efficient or just uh, help out in any way. Yeah, I've talked to a lot of CEOs in like the seven, eight-figure range and what I hear a lot of time is they say that they're really into sales. If it's a B2B company, they do a lot of sales. Or uh, if it's B2C, usually they do a lot of marketing, even though they're the CEO. Is that the case for you as well? Or do you have a team for that? Um, so um, like pay-per-click advertising and AdWords and Amazon advertising, I have someone that handles that. Um, I have someone that handles social media, although I do share ideas with things that I want to see. Um, I've been spending a lot of my time recently on other sales channels. Uh, we just recently launched on on Walmart.com, and um, I've been working on the way we sell on Amazon. We've been putting more effort into updating our listings, our keywords, just paying more attention to you know just doing a better job at, at what we do. So that's been my 
a big part of my focus, I'd say, for the past several months leading up to Christmas. Oh, okay. Christmas must be the most crazy period, even in your industry, I imagine, right? Yeah, Christmas is, um, you know, we're not selling, you know, a lot of people do buy them as holiday gifts, and Christmas is is really busy every day. It's, you know, we print on demand, so we try to get all orders out within 24 hours, and at Christmas time, you know, we're, it's a race to to get files set up and print all the print and cut and make sure they all get out and shipping labels and it's uh, it's long days. It's a lot of effort just on the, a lot more effort on the production side than, than during, you know, normal, you know, average season. Okay. makes sense. So I, I guess though that kind of c- covers your uh, business activities a little bit and what are your daily routines outside of business that support your business? Yeah, so I think how you how you look at your day and, and your rituals are really important. You know, when you're running your own business, one, um, your time, you know, there's always many more things that you can do than you have time for. So you have to pick and choose what you're going to do. And you also have to pick and choose, you know, how do you manage your time? What fires are you going to do? So um, I know I'm a morning person. So the things um, I make sure I put very heavy emphasis on my sleep. I make sure mm-hmm. I'm in bed so that I can be up um at five five thirty, I don't wake up with an alarm clock. I just wake up at five. Sometimes I wake up at four thirty. Um, my room is always cool and dark. I sleep with a chili pad. I don't know. Are you familiar with that? Actually, it's, no. uh, I'm not. It's pretty. So it's a pad. It goes um, over your mattress and under your top sheet, and you it, uh, water circulates through it, and it keeps your keeps your bed cool, so you don't get hot under your covers. You know, it's important to sleep cool. And a lot of people, uh, Tim Ferriss talks about it. Matt Gallant's a big fan. Ben Greenfield. Um, it's it's like a, it's a game changer. Um, so sleep is big. Coffee in the morning. Um, avoid distractions when you're working. You know, no, no cell phone, no social media. You know, focus on your, on your most important tasks. Um, you know, and, and then, you know, you have to protect yourself and your body. I make sure every day... Um, I started meditating about three years ago. I make sure that I meditate for 20 minutes every day. I make sure I prep my food, usually on Sundays, but I always make sure I have the right food before I start my day because if I get hungry, angry, um, you know, I'm not a good person to be around. But no matter, no matter what's going on in the office, um, I can handle the flow of business better when I'm taking care of my body. And a big part of that is making sure I have, have the right food um, no matter what the days that I schedule to go to the gym, nothing gets in the way that that's on my calendar. Um, you know, you've got to take care of your body and your mind and feed yourself the right things or you're not going to be, you know, effective and happy. There's no point in working if you're not taking care of your body. Okay. And uh, how many hours of sleep, um, do you get? I don't, I don't think you mentioned that. Oh, um, I love, I try to get, I mean, eight would be a dream. Uh, I'm pretty good at seven like 10 or 10.30 p.m. till 5 or 5.30 a.m. is uh, usually makes me happy. Wow, that's that's a military schedule, I think. <laughs> you know, it's it's not that hard. You just have to, I don't, I don't love, I don't like to go out that much and I, I like to eat healthy food, so I cook my food a lot and I make sure, I go to the gym in the early afternoon. I start my day early. Um, you know, it's pretty easy to get in bed and and just, I just love my bed. I love sleep, and I love the way I feel when I take care of myself. How many How many hours do you end up working on on an average week? Oh, see, when when you're the CEO, it's 
you know, it's like seven days a week. Like even if I'm not working, I'm working. I mean, I, I dream about it. I think about it all the time. Um, you know, between sitting at the computer, I've been trying to make that time more productive. So, um, and then the time in the office. So like I probably work a 40 hour week, mm-hmm. but you know, in my mind I work like an 80 hour week or I'll, I'll hop on the computer at night. I don't, I don't really track all of that time. So I would say it's uh 24 seven in my brain, but you know, maybe a 40 hour week of, uh, you know, doing the normal tasks. Yeah, that that's very similar to what my friend Steve says, and he runs a ninety million dollar company. So, wow. you guys are similar in that regard, at least. Um, well, and many others as well. <laughs> so, mm, let's talk about something a little bit more technical, let's say, like more business related. So, how did you create your business plan or business model? Um, like, how did it take off? Okay, so. Um, I started the business. Honestly, I, I had another business at the time. I started Wall Monkeys as a hobby. I thought um, people would upload pictures of their children playing baseball, football, you know, different sports, ballet, and every every mom in America was just going to you know upload a photo and order. But the the camera quality wasn't good, and um, my face froze. Am I frozen on your screen? Oh, there we go. Um, so the, the, I started the business. I, I got the printer. I, I researched the printer. I researched the material. I built the website. And when we launched it, um, the sales just didn't come. So mm-hmm. I just kept trying different things. I tried to market to professional photographers. I tried to do fundraisers. That didn't, you know, neither of those things worked. So I just kept trying different ideas. And then when I started to add some content, I uploaded some nursery graphics, like little cartoon animals and some, some famous places. Um, that started to sell a little bit. And then um, when I saw that, then I just started to think, I said, how can I get, you know, instead of tens of images or hundreds of images, how can I get thousands and hundreds of thousands or millions? So I started to make um, deals with stock photo companies to offer their products as wall decals. And uh, that's really where the business took off was when, when people could go to my site and select from my content and not have to bring their own pictures. Um, that's that's how it came, and it just came out of stubborn and of just trying different things because failing sucks. So I just kept trying new ideas, and that's that was the that was the big the big thing was uh, getting content. Interesting. So so it wasn't something like you wrote down a business plan and you went to a bank and they're like, that's a good business plan, and they gave you a loan. <laughs> it's not like this super old fashioned traditional way of uh, running a business. You kind of twisted and now I right? start you know. Well, I started the business in my basement. I bought a printer. I did research. I paid somebody to teach me how to use the printer. I didn't know how to use a printer. I didn't know how to build a website. I paid somebody to build a site. But, um, you know, I kept the printer in my basement. I did everything myself. I printed the orders. I packed the orders. So my overhead was super low. And, and um, you know, I, I paid for the printer with my own money. And there wasn't, you know, the expenses weren't that crazy. And I was able, that's what allowed me to keep trying different things when the money wasn't coming in mm-hmm. so I could survive to, you know, fight another day until I could make the business successful. And, um, you know, I was able to do that, but, you know, it took, took a good two or two and a half years before we started to, uh, really see some sales. Okay. So- sounds fair. Um, so how did you get or how do you get now traffic and new clients like do you use mostly outside platforms or your own or how does it work exactly 
So we sell on our website, but we also sell on Amazon. We just started to sell on Walmart.com, and uh, we sell on a few other sales channels. Um, I, th I think right now in e-commerce, you need to be on a variety of sales channels. If you're, you know, if you're just on Amazon or you're just on your own website, if you have a Shopify store, um, being in one place isn't isn't enough. You need to be, you need to be where the eyeballs are, and the eyeballs are in in a bunch of different places, which is uh, really exciting. Okay, and um, I, I guess you mentioned before in the pre-interview phase, you mentioned some very interesting uh, information you have. So that about fi only fifty percent, you should only expect fifty percent yeah. to be off Amazon. Is that correct? Yeah, well, actually, the other way around. I guess um, you know Amazon is such a such a beast right now. You know they control so much of the marketplace that um, you know if you're just an Amazon seller, you're in danger because if something goes wrong, you're out of business. So you know between you know most people that I talk to I have a lot of friends in e-commerce that sell all kinds of products, and if if your sales from your website and from if you're on Walmart or eBay or Etsy or Hal's or wherever you're selling, if all those sales channels put together equal. 50% of your business, meaning 50% comes from everywhere else, and 50% comes from Amazon. Um, you're probably that's probably a pretty good a pretty good goal to uh, to aim for. Yeah, that's that's very interesting statistic. Actually, I've never heard that before. Um, I'll, I'll tell my friends who do e-commerce; they should definitely notice. <laughs> so, and well, obviously, this business you've been in business for seven years this time. So, how do you stay motivated? For me. Uh, there's like a honeymoon period of two, three years, and then I feel like, oh, I want to try all these new things to stay motivated. But for you, how long does the honeymoon period take, or do you even believe in the honeymoon, honeymoon period in business? And also, how do you stay motivated if there's like dips? Yeah, so when you're successful, it's a lot easier to stay motivated. I mean, I mean as it is, I don't think everyone is cut out to be an entrepreneur. I mean, you're you're alone a lot. Um, it's not like when you go to mastermind events. A lot of times, you're you're either the only guy in the room or you're the smartest guy in the room in your business. So a lot of it is, you know, when you wake up in the morning, there's no boss waiting for me. Like, you know, you wake up, you work. It's because you chose to work. If you don't want to work, don't work. But you're also not going to make any money. Um, you know, when when things are going well for me, you like your business a whole lot more. You know, six, being successful and you know, seeing pushing the right buttons—that is what what drives me. You know, making people you know making people happy, seeing my employees happy. But um, you know, it's it's a lot easier to qu actually. It's really impossible for me to quit. I think, but it's a lot easier to get up when you see these small victories on a daily basis. Um, and the honeymoon period, you know, I'm in e-commerce. In retail, it was different. Everybody's got to walk in the front door. But e-commerce is so rapidly changing right now. Like, I just happen to sell wall decals. But what, I'm, what I really do is I manage data feeds. I push information around. I optimize listings. So, you know, this knowledge is I could sell virtually any product on any platform. But right now, and I know that, and I know maybe, maybe when you talk about the honeymoon, I don't know if it's a honeymoon phase because there's nothing more exciting than than e-commerce right now. It's 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 not getting stale because it's so rapidly changing. If you're not changing and expanding and growing, then you're definitely going to be dying. Um, so you know, even on Amazon, it's not like I'm just still selling on Amazon. Amazon's changing the ways you can market and advertise, and there's more competitors, and there's just there's so many things you need to do to stay competitive that I find it I find it really exciting that you can make 
changes on a daily basis that can, you know, really impact your business for good or for bad. I mean, generally for good, but, but even the mistakes you make, you learn from them and they're still exciting that you, you know, you, you have the courage or you're, you're taking action or you're taking risks. And those are all to me, that's uh, it's just a really fun game to play. Okay. Yeah, no, that that's a very good answer because I think a lot of people get burnt out because they get to a certain level and then they stop innovating and stop doing new interesting things and stop even following the new trends that they have to follow to get results but what you're saying is in your industry you either follow you know what works and join in early and you know do, do cool interesting new stuff and look at the data analyze data or you die as a business that's what you're saying right so it stays motivating almost automatically if you do that right yeah i mean it's just you know, there's a lot more competitors. It's it's not as easy as it used to be, but you know, there's also there's more competitors, but there's more buyers and there's more sales channels and there's more, you know, there's just just like anything, you can either, you can work harder and you can be smarter and it's it's um, I don't know, maybe it would be boring if it was too easy. It's definitely not easy right now. It's uh, you know, it's interesting and it's also it's nice to know that the skills the things that I'm doing, I can share with some of my friends in e-commerce, and um, you know what what I do can can lend itself to you know lots of other products also. So um, to me, it's it's time well spent. It's not just making wall decals. You know, I'm not pigeonholed, so I don't look at it as plateauing or getting stale or boring. Okay, okay. So that brings me to the next question. Very neatly, what should a guy do who's just starting out? So he's just like. I have one to five thousand dollars, and maybe even a job to support myself. And I have no idea what I'm doing. What do I do right now? Well, having no idea what you're doing is a bad idea. Um, I think you need to get involved in something that you're passionate about in some way. You don't have to know e-commerce if you want to get into e-commerce. You can learn that. But what are you going to sell? So you know, if you if you grew up selling, you know, your dad was in the pencil business, maybe you want to get involved in pencils or, you know, you need to have, you need to become, you can learn these other skills, but you need to have some idea of what you want to do and go after. And, you know, the really good thing right now is there's, it's never been easier, less expensive, faster to, to be able to sell on Amazon, to be able to source products, to drop ship, to, to do your research there's never been more information to see is, you know, is there a demand for your product? How much is it selling? Can you, can you get the profit margin you need to be successful? So one, you can avoid a lot of mistakes and you can also test small and you can fail fast if you're going to fail. You know, let's not call it fail, but you can make your mistakes smaller and faster. So that guy with one to $5,000 can, can do this while he still has his job. He can do it at night. You know, I'm not, I'm not Gary Vee, but Gary Vee is right. You know, there's plenty of time in the day to prove your idea, create some of this cash flow, you know, replace your current income before you jump off the deep end and, and take this crazy risk. You know, I'm all for taking risks, but they should be calculated. So you can, you can do a lot to ensure you're successful and get out of your day job if, if you don't like it. Um, you know, it's a wonderful time to be alive and it's a wonderful time to be an entrepreneur. So... But I mean, I assume you weren't born or uh, like bred into a family. <laughs> That's a weird way of saying it. But um, I'm sure you weren't like, I want to get into decal industry. 
from the age of 12, or how did it go exactly? No, Cause, so... Because you say, yeah, yeah, you have to find something that you're passionate about. But these guys, I mean, they're passionate about going out, perhaps, and, like, getting girls and, and, and travel. You know, that's what they're passionate about, every single one of them. So they're not going to be passionate about decals. So what do you mean exactly? Um, so those guys, they're probably going to know... They're a consumer of something that, that they could be passionate about. Maybe it's, maybe it's supplements because they exercise a lot and they might want to do research on sourcing supplement brand or there's a, there's a type of supplement that, that they don't see available. Or maybe they're into fashion and they want to source a new type of clothing or an exercise band. I mean, that's just an idea of, of some – you just need one interest. I wasn't – I'm a numbers guy. Um, I became really interested, just like with a lot of other people, e-commerce was new, so there really weren't that many experts out there. Um, I saw Fathead started uh, with the famous players doing the wall decals, and I thought the custom business was a niche, and there really wasn't a big way to test it. And I, I did. I just jumped in with both feet um, because I had the money to do it for my other business. But nowadays, um, there would have been so much more research to do to see, like, hey, buddy, you know, you're probably not going to do that well because people aren't going to upload their custom images mm-hmm. but um yeah there's there's google analytics you can check your products on amazon there's alexa there's so many places to just get whatever kind of information you want and then there's all the resources online there's so many facebook groups you can join to whatever you're passionate about if you want to sell on amazon or open a shopify store or just you know any interest there's thousands of people there you know they've already had the discussions you can just read the forums watch the videos ask people questions um, you know, you can become a voracious reader and learner. Okay, and do you recommend someone new starts on a, an existing platform or builds their own Shopify, for example? Um, I think most people should probably build a um, a Shopify store and launch on Amazon. I think that should be a one-two punch as part of creating any brand. Um, you know, those are probably the, if you were going to do two things, that would be the the two would be, Make any make make an e-commerce store, you know, buy a domain, and um, you know, do a good job of launching your product on Amazon. Right, right, right. So, and in terms of research, maybe you can like throw some tool names at us or um, something like that for Amazon. I mean, there's so many tools on Amazon. Really, just go to Amazon and look at the products mm-hmm. that you want to sell and see like how many people are selling them and. You know where you going to get it from. Sourcing your product is a big deal. There's a lot of people doing it wrong. It's really I don't do that. We print on demand, but there's lots of people importing products from China, and um, it's a really difficult thing to do. And you've got to take the inventory. And um, but you know th- the easiest thing you can do is see how many people are selling the product. Where can you get the product, and can you make a profit selling it? Can you do people want it, and can you make a profit? Like answer those two questions, and you know. You know, it's not like, do you want it, and does your best friend want it, and does your mom think it's cool? Like, are there people willing to pay for your product, yes or no? Right, right. So if there's a relatively new product of this kind, perhaps on Amazon, and they already have uh, reviews coming in on a regular basis, then there's current demand, something like that, right? Yeah, well, you know, there's another guy, um, pretty simple way is to say it is, can you do it? I mean, there's always something out there. I probably wouldn't think it's a good idea to start something completely new because how are people going to find it? Um, you need to do it better, you need to do it faster, or you need to do it cheaper. All right, this was our show for today. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast if you like it. I'll see you next time. 
If you'd like to find out more about me, visit vitkin.net. That's V-I-T-K-I-N.net. Thank you for listening to the show and see you next time.